Minisode 3. Welcome to the Linda Mendable Show. They say the hustle is sold separately, and Grace will take the acquaintance of the can't. In this podcast, Linda will inspire you to feel your passion and pursue your purpose, because your business is more than just a dream. More than just a dream. Hello, hello. Welcome to the mini episode. Thank you for being here with me. And as I get started, I just want to thank you all. I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Linda Mendable and I own a marketing and web design studio here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I work with amazing clients and amazing people. We do amazing work. It's just all amazing. Anyways, today what I really wanted to speak with you all was about failure, perfectionism, and passing the baton. The reason why I want to speak about these three things is because one of the things that has held me back is this whole perception on perfectionism. And I find that perfectionism ties in with failure because when you're so focused on just trying to do things perfectly, you're actually procrastinating. And when you procrastinate, it goes into failing. But as they say, failing is not failing if you keep going. Oftentimes, because we failed at something, we just stop. And so when I say passing the baton, I want to tell you all a story to kind of drive it in, to drive it home, right? And this is a short mini-sode and I I did it like that way intentionally because I just want to let you think about what I'm about to say and, and hopefully it helps you on your day and helps you on your journey. So one of the things I like to start with is a story start with it in the sense of in a speaking engagement or when I speak with someone and I go deeper in depth and I and then I'm I'm hitting other points I start with a story of when I had one of my first major events and there's more to that story but when looking for a place to host this event an event that I had done Back in July 2017, we're still in 2017 as I'm recording this, we're actually in November, but back when I had done an event in July, I did a workshop and fashion show together and I was looking for the place for us to host it in. And I thought I found this perfect spot for the event because it was a nonprofit. Um, They gave back to the community. It seemed as though they cared about the community. And that's one of my goals is to give back is to do things that are impactful and and give back to especially our community. And so as I was going through the application process that they had, they had great questions. And one of the questions they asked was, when was the moment that you failed? And I know a lot of people want to say a whole bunch of different things and, oh, I've never failed because of X, Y, Z or a time I failed, but got myself back up. There's always that, you know, we always do this thing of trying to polish ourselves up. And I've actually had that 
also in my own application process as I'm trying to recruit people to help me in my business. And I've actually also put that question within my application because I'm curious to see how people would answer that particular question. Well, I wanted to answer this question earnestly and honestly. And so I kind of asked myself, I was like, God, when was a time or a moment that I failed? I always ask God in any situation on my next moves, on my next step, or even how I'm supposed to question or get on a call with anyone. I always love, love, love to ask the master. So I asked God, you know, when was a time that I failed? I mean, you know, sometimes you can think that you're failed daily or, you know, how can I answer this question? And he brought into remembrance a time when I was back in high school. And I never thought of this moment until this moment that I asked, hey, God, you know, what should I put here? When was the time that I failed? And so I was going down memory lane. I remember a time that I was in a track team. I was in a relay race in this track team. And it was my first year on the team and I got to know other people within my team. And some people were seniors, others were freshmen and others were sophomores. So everyone was in different tiers in the whole high school experience, right? I was one of the first runners and the last runner was actually someone that was graduating from high school and going off to do their thing. This was the last time they were going to get to run and show their skills and they were really excited too because they had a lot riding on this particular race and they had a lot riding on you know how they were to perform in this race you know this is their last year they were really you know she was really really into um running I mean she was a runner let me tell you this woman looked like this young lady looked like she was in the Olympics. I can't say woman. I mean, she was 18 probably. I mean, she looked like a woman already, but she looked like an Olympic champion. I'm serious. She had the physique, everything. <clears throat> I was the first runner and it was our first major race and we had been practicing and everything. And it was our first major race. And I was distracted of the crowd and how many people were in the crowd. And I was distracted on the people on the left to me and the right to me that were also on the line to start the race. I was just distracted and I felt the pressure. And I remember just being on the line, knowing that, you know, there are certain rules when you're in a relay race. One of the rules is you can't cross the line. You can't go over on the other side or you're disqualified. Another rule is you have to pass the baton between a certain section on the track. If you pass it before or after, you're disqualified. So I'm, I'm thinking about all of these, you know, all of these qual- disqualifications that can happen. I'm thinking about all of what can go wrong. I'm looking at the left I'm looking at the right and I'm looking at how many people are trying to be faster than me. I'm thinking about the person with the gun to start the race 
and I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, you know, what are they thinking? (laughs) Sometimes we're like that. We are so constantly distracted about what we think other people are thinking or, or the amount of ways we can fail. We're thinking constantly on all these things. And I remember Jesus tells us, do not worry. But no, oftentimes we worry. And worry is oftentimes the thoughts that we think towards failure. Anyways, I'm there. I'm ready, right? As ready as can be as just a newbie in this whole energy. And because there's crowds, right? People came out to see us. I mean, this is a major state race. And I'm there and the gun goes off. What do you think I do? I take one step. I take two. I take a third. And I stop. Yep. I stop right in the middle of the race. Why? Because I thought I stepped out of the line and I thought I had gotten disqualified. And I didn't finish my race. And I didn't keep going. I didn't keep pushing forward. And I didn't think about the impact that could have. I didn't think that anyone was depending on me. I didn't think it mattered for me to just stop. I just stopped because I thought, what's the point to keep going forward if I'm already disqualified? And that was in my head. And I want to tell you today, if you have that thought of what's the point for me to keep going if I've already made this many mistakes or what's the point for me to keep going if all these people think this way of me. Let me tell you right now, it matters. Because after all was said and done, my team was the only team on that relay race, on the track. Everyone else had finished their race and our team was the only team that didn't. You can imagine my disappointment. And yes, I did feel like a failure. But you know what? That was a very important lesson. And although I shed many tears that day because I felt the pressure and I remember the coach coming up to me and he said, why did you stop? And I said, I thought I stepped out the line and was disqualified. And he said, even if you had, even if you had stepped out the line or dropped the baton, you keep going because the because the judges have the final say. So I want to tell you right now, God is the judge above all judges and he's the one that has the final say. So finish your race and pass the baton because you never know who's waiting on you to pass through your disqualifications and what you believe are disqualifications and what you believe are your failures and your procrastination. They are waiting for you to push through that so you can pass the baton So they're not just sitting on their own track, but so they can go ahead and finish their own race and pass the baton. That's what it's about. You never know who you're impacting. You never know who's watching you and who's getting inspired by you, regardless of your failures, because you know what? Everyone fails. Everyone has a moment that they've fallen, but it's about getting back up. That's the hard part. Because oftentimes, let me tell you, sometimes life is going to hit you hard. And it, and it reminds me what Rocky says, man. 
any Rocky fans out here, man, let me tell you, Rocky is awesome. You know, I remember, so there's a Rocky episode and he's speaking with his grown son and his son is, is pretty much confronting him and saying to him, you know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, it's going to be even wor- worse than ever. And his father goes, it doesn't have to be. And his son goes, sure it does. And his father goes, why? You've got a lot of th- a lot going on, kid. <laughs> you know, Rocky. What? My last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I started to get a little ahead. I started to get a little something for myself. And this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this day. So the day that the son is talking about is basically, you know, Rocky doing a fight, you know, doing what he does, just being him. And Rocky goes, you think I'm hurting you? And his son goes, yeah, in a way you are. And his father goes, that's the last thing I ever wanted to do, son. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way it is. Don't you care about what people think? Doesn't it bother you that people are making you out to be a joke and that'll be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? This is my favorite part. And Rocky just slaps him in the face with this because really kid needed to be slapped with some good words. And he says, you ain't going to believe this, but you used to fit right here. I hold you up to to your mother. I hold you up to say to your mother, this kid is going to be the best kid in the world. This kid is going to be somebody better than anybody I ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time came for you to be your own man and take on the world. And you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got bad hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something. You already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You me or nobody's gonna hit as hard as life but it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward it's about how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how winning is done now if you know what you're worth then go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. (laughs) So, you know, know, of course, he's going to end it with that. You know, you're the best in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. And when he met, met by visiting his mother was at the time that she had already passed. And man, it's just a good movie. And so I'll always remember that because the truth, it's not about 
about how hard you can get hit. It's about how hard you can take the hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And he should know. He's a boxer. And, you know, when Sylvester Stallone came out with that movie, he actually, you know, it's funny, his story, you know, was something that he written himself and he acted on himself also. And he had the courage, the moxie to do what not a lot of people are able to do. And I'm telling you, sometimes failure can be a hit. So if you're going through failure right now, I want you to keep going and stand strong because this does not define you. What defines you is the moments that you get back up and do the right thing, no matter how much it costs. You do the right thing. You keep going. You put one foot after another for a good cause. That's what you do. And so when I talk to you about perfectionism and what perfectionism is, it was in my head before I even failed because I wanted to do things perfectly. I wanted to get it right. How about if I didn't pass the baton on time? What if I stepped out of line? Oh my gosh, I stepped out of line. Let me just stop. If you keep on focusing on doing things perfectly, you're basically focusing on failing. There is no such thing as perfect So get that out of your mind and just run your race. Do what it is that you know that you're good at doing and continue to perfect it and do better. That's it. It's about having that habit, practicing. And no matter if you failed or fall down, you get back up and you keep going. I'm Linda Mendable. Thank you for listening.